Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And good evening to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Sharon McNamara. Um, and that's not true because <laughs> I am Melissa Wallace. <laughs> what I was trying to say is talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Um, she is not with us tonight. But, but we can do it. We can do it, right? We're going to channel our inner Sharon. We are channeling our inner Sharon. You guys totally got this. Oh, yeah. yeah it's going to be wonderful. You're old pros. <laughs> um, well, tonight we do have a special guest and that is Sam Horton. Sam, would you like to introduce yourself to everybody? Hello everybody. I'm a <laughs> real estate agent with Boston Connect as well. I've been there for about four years. Awesome. And, and what do you do at what do you do at Boston Connect? Uh, I help people buy and sell property. Oh, that what were you doing like in the office job. before we came here tonight, Sam? I was meeting with a first time home buyer. Mm. All right. Yes little niche there, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, tonight we're going to be talking about contingencies. And if you do not know what a contingency is, well, then you are in luck because <laughs> we are the best of the best. Right, Mary? Of course we do. <laughs> and we're probably going to overload a little bit tonight, but that's okay. We I can think, do it. Well, we always come up with a bunch of topics to talk about and then we get through maybe one or two. And have to continue on the next show. Yeah, continue on the next show. And then we never do. We just, and then we talk about it like six months later. So, um, <laughs> But we're, we're going to get through it. And we have our little agenda courtesy of Ryan. Thank you. Um, well, courtesy of Sharon. Courtesy who's, of Sharon. Who's, who's um, in spirit with us today. Spirit, I think yeah. she's going to try and call in at some point. Her phone died, um, but she is going to try and... I thought that maybe you could call in via a Mac, maybe. Can you do that? Can you do, like, Wi-Fi I, Skype I don't calling know. or something like that? I'm a, I'm a like PC that? girl. Does anyone have a Mac? Skype, but... I'm not sure. That's all right. Well, if we can get her on, that would be great. (laughs) Yeah, but Um, we are talking about contingencies tonight. Um, So if you have any questions regarding contingencies, you can give us a call at 781-837-4900. And we love callers. So don't be shy. Yes. 
um, we would love to answer any questions that you may have. And also, if you are an agent in our office, we would love to hear from you if you want to talk about one of your listings or recently sold or even talk about yourself as an agent in our office. At Boston would, Connect. Yeah, at Boston Connect Real Estate. Um, we would love to hear from you as well. So what um, what do we want us to talk about first? Which which conti- I know we're going to be talking about the traffic soon, um, but just to sort of jumpstart. So first and foremost, potentially, what is a contingency? Because I know I get that question a lot just from buyers, sellers, regardless. Um, anything within that offer form, even within the purchase and sale, essentially, um, and if you're familiar with an offer form, we can always get, um, actually, we have Sharon oh, on the line. Yes. Wow, she found a phone. <laughs> I know. Hey, Sharon. Should, should we let them sweat it out a little bit or what? This is sort of fun for me. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Are you listening on online? Um, you know what? I tried to a little bit, but I'm having some difficulty with the internet where I am. So uh, things aren't charging for me. And yeah, it's been it's been a, a day, but... It's been a doozy. That's right. Well, we haven't gotten through the traffic yet, so we might have to cut you off in a couple seconds. But um, but that's right. Ryan shook his head, so we might be just plowing through it. So, so Sharon, before you called in, I was talking about what is um, a contingency. So maybe Mm -hmm. give the listeners an idea from your perspective, just general synopsis, synopsis of what a contingency is. So contingencies are really important. I mean, as real estate agents and as a broker, um, we're not attorneys. So we always look out to our attorneys to help us with these contingencies and make sure that we're doing them the right way. It's really, really important to have these contingencies in your offer to purchase. So everything that's in that will then go over to the purchase and sales agreement. It's generally when we have our attorneys get involved. Uh, We were supposed to have Brad Mahoney on with us tonight, but he wasn't able to make it uh, last minute. And um, he'll be on with us in a few weeks. But um, we definitely want to make sure, you know, that you have your guidance from your attorneys uh, Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with contingencies and contracts. But it's just a way to protect you if you are a buyer or a seller, and you're just sort of writing out the terms of how you're going to write up your offer, how you're going to purchase this home. Um, so some of the contingencies we're very familiar with that we've talked about are home inspections, uh, which include everything from radon to a regular inspection, to mortgage contingencies. Uh, the ones we're going to discuss tonight are more about uh, sort of this uh, difficulty area we're in. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Do mm-hmm. I buy my house yeah. or sell my house first? Yeah. So how do you protect yourself so you're not homeless? And uh, you'll see in my little agenda I made you, I have yet to have a homeless client. So that's <laughs> uh, Well, that's always good. Oh, Sharon, well, I, I actually, Latin teacher. we have um, to put you on hold. I'm sorry. We have to put you on hold. No, we have to make sure that all of our listeners get home safely. So we have Lisa DeMilo from the WATD Traffic Center. Lisa, how's it looking out there? Well, Melissa, the expressway south is jammed from the tunnel down past South Bay, and you're in it again from Squanum Street down to the split. Northbound is crawling from Braintree up past Neponset Circle, but then you're good approaching the tunnel. Route 3 South delays down past Union Street, and then again down past Pembroke. 3 North is good, no problems on the bridges coming on or off Cape, and Routes 24 and 44 look good. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com. Talk Real Estate 
sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. And hello again. You're listening to Talk Real Estate. I'm Melissa Wallace. Uh, I have Mary Baker here tonight and Sam Horton. And we have Sharon on the road calling. Um, Sharon, are you still there? I am still here. All right, perfect. How am I doing so far? Oh, my gosh. I, you know, when we had this conversation earlier, this was a last-minute decision just because we had some things going on. And I said to Mary... So what do you think would be better at leaving me with tonight? And she's like, Melissa. And I was in my head. I was like, thank God she said that. Oh, God. I'm, I would stumble over my words and not be able to say oh, Sharon Mary, McNamara. You you did our intro really well before we went on the air. And I said, oh, great. I did. And you go, nope. Nope. There you go. Not me. Do we so. have Sam there? Why is we Sam do. not We do. Sam is not talking. But Sam's don't you worry. Sam's over don't here. Don't you worry. I, I warned them earlier that I will be asking them questions about, um, you know, potentially purchasing a home together oh, so, yeah, put us with on their the contingencies uh-uh. so but we'll get to that um all right so we were talking about um what is a contingency mm-hmm. um sharon i know that you started talking about that all the different um, contingencies all the different that you could potentially put in an offer yeah in, in general terms or i remove think or remove. Oh, oh that's true sam oh, that's, yeah in. that's a good point there samuel <laughs> Um, one thing that I've started to explain personally to some of our clients is think of a contingency as anything that's within your offer or your purchase and sale meant to specifically either protect the seller in some way or protect the buyer's deposit. So mm-hmm. if you have a home sale contingency in there, you're protecting, or not a home sale, a home inspection contingency, you're protecting your deposit. The purchase and sale date, you're protecting your deposit as buyers. Um, mm-hmm. So little things like that, I think it's easy to comprehend that you can get overloaded with the amount of stuff that you um, put in an offer from yeah. anywhere to, you know, leaving the oil in the oil tank or yeah. well, you, including uh, the washer, dryer, and refrigerator. Those we are actually really just had that conversation a couple of weeks ago when you were putting in an offer for one of our clients and you said, which do you think looks better? Yeah. You know, at a higher sale um, price or mm-hmm. a purchase price with... Um, money back or a lower purchase price with no money back. Yep. So that's a contingency that we were able to get out mm-hmm. to sort of make our look make our offer look a little bit better. Yeah, so um, it's a matter of what's the cleanest, especially when you're in a multiple offer situation. Um, from a buyer's standpoint, I think um, you want it to seem as clean as possible, muddled up with as little, um, still protecting yourself, but as little as you can. Yeah, that's a really important point, Mary, because with the inventory being so low right now, one of the biggest, you know, setbacks that you have as a seller or a buyer is, you know, if you're a buyer and you're going to have all these contingencies in there, chances are your offer is not going to get Mm -hmm. accepted. I know in our office, we've we've heard several of the agents actually discussing this. One that's actually sort of bothersome for me is um, with um, Fern and Jeff and they have a client who has, he's a veteran, and he's going with a VA loan, Mm -hmm. very much qualified. Mm -hmm. But the price point that he's in is also in a price point with a lot of other people that are not using a VA loan. And for some reason or another, sellers, I don't know if it's the sellers or the seller's agents that is sort of scaring sellers off from accepting those. And it's really sort of heartbreaking. Yeah, we've been seeing that a lot lately. I know um, Jess... Um, Paige actually has been advocating for a lot of her clients because um, she recently just went through a VA loan and, mm-hmm. and it was difficult for her. And I know that she has a lot of clients who are going through that. Um, so she, you know, it, there's nothing to fear there. 
there's nothing to fear with the, with the VA loan. So yeah, and I think um, actually Sharon, you and I had this conversation um, in regard to VA, the program in general. I don't know if in my seven years and your. 28 <laughs> we've ever oh. been part of a VA loan that didn't go through um, to fruition based off of 28 years. 28 years I was like what is she talking about 18 years 28 yeah. <laughs> why did I get 28 what year do you think what it anniversary is? are you celebrating <laughs> what what is that? that that has nothing to do with how long she's been married I don't know God, right, we're losing it over here. Uh, or Mary is. Mary I can is. Only She's picture what Ryan's face looks like right now. <laughs> He's just like a. He's like know. no, no, no. Okay, uh, they're on their I'm, own. I think but... I'm doing our combined number. That's what I'm thinking. No, no maybe that not still even. Doesn't that math doesn't work. No. Okay. Moving on. So let's. Um. Why don't we start off with a home sale contingency? Well, do you want to tackle that first and sort of get what is a home sale contingency for a buyer and for a seller to find suitable housing? Why don't we let Mary and Sam take that, okay? Perfect. All right, all right. So um, I'll take seller, so Sam can take buyer, because I think you have a lot of experience with buyers. I uh, have one right now. Okay. Shout oh. out to my client, Jordan Ennis, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from a seller standpoint, a home sale contingency is essentially you've um, received an offer from a buyer and they put with it, they have a property to sell. Um, most often, I believe when you get that contingency within your offer, it's going to be very wide open and open-ended. So it could say something along the lines of subject to buyer selling or conveying 123 Main Street, Pembroke, right? Um mm-hmm. As a listing agent, we would like to, that's great for the buyers, but we would really like to firm up those dates and kind of give the buyers stipulations under which they need to perform. So they have to have, it's great that you have to sell your house, but we're going to give you two weeks to get an accepted offer. And then you have to close on a day that's acceptable to all parties. Um, And then if you need to extend from that point, you certainly can, but... Um, and then everybody's kind of operate, operating under the same expectations. If un- after two weeks you weren't able to secure, uh, weren't able to secure an offer on your property, you know that either you can go your separate ways um, and just say, you know, I wasn't able to get an offer, or that I could um, ask for an extension and continue on if the path is kind of going well. And then, of course, the exp- the hope is that you do get an offer, yeah, um, and you are able to sell the house. So, from a that seller standpoint, hope. that's the hope. <laughs> that is the um, hope. <laughs> from a seller standpoint, I think that's probably the best way to go about accepting um, a home sale contingency when it comes to you. Sam, how do you feel about buyers? What's the best way to kind of put they have a property to sell? Uh, assuming the buyer has a property. Yeah, to sell? Yeah, assuming the buyer has a property to sell, what are you going to do? Uh, I mean, you. I mean, you pretty much touch base on it. So, in my scenario, and one of the scenarios I'm dealing with now is, I have a buyer that is actually dealing with their seller having a home sale contingency to purchase mm. their next property. Yeah. So it's oh, really it's a domino effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if one of the two finance financing parties, if their deal falls apart, then you have a domino effect, and all three uh, transactions essentially fall apart. But it follows the same principle that you were just speaking about with sellers and regarding home sale contingencies. Um, I mean, it's yeah. true. Well, that's kind of, to touch upon that, that is a, a nuance with home sale contingencies and sometimes even suitable housing contingency, which is separate, um, but all revolves around, obviously, housing. 
you can end up in this massive domino effect where one has to perform in order for the next, in order for the next, and mm-hmm. it kind of has to go off seamlessly yeah. sometimes. And um, we have to explain that to our, I don't mean to cut no, you off, okay. but we have to explain that to our sellers because if we're in a multiple offer situation and there is an offer that does not have a home sale contingency, the timeline might just fit better than the others. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the end of the world to have a home sale contingency, but when you do have an author that doesn't have one, I think, personally, I think that it looks a little bit better. Well, it's one less way for, essentially, looking at it from a seller's perspective, it's one less thing that needs to happen, one mm-hmm. less hoop to jump through, yeah. and one less way that the buyers can essentially get out of the deal, right? Yeah. Um, there are certain times where maybe a buyer does have a property that they are selling, but they don't have to sell that in order to purchase the next one. That's kind of the ideal situation. Um, I think when when a buyer is has enough assets or has the ability, the financial ability to be able to kind of do two simultaneously, nobody ever wants to carry two mortgages, of course, mm-hmm. but um, if you have the ability to do that, I would say getting rid of that home sale contingency is the best. Especially in this market. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And speak of the devil, we have Jessica Page oh, on the line. Jessica I'm Page, hi. This is going to work out better with me here. <laughs> oh, oh, look at that. You, you might be, We you have know, like a four-way conference call going. I, and the other thing, too, is, uh, Mary, I just want to state that uh, Kevin Williams is listening to the show right now, too, and he cannot believe that you thought I was in real estate for 20 years. <laughs> I don't... Uh, but he thinks... Mary's not good with math. <laughs> we know this. I'm just great, great at selling houses and, and not great at math. By them, but not great at <laughs> math. That's why Sam's the numbers guy. <laughs> um, but we have Jessica Page. She is an agent at our office. Um, Jess, are you there? I'm here. Hey, Jess. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks for calling. Did you hear us talking about you? Yes, a little bit. No. Okay, perfect. <laughs> no, she just has I telepathy. Told, I texted, no. I texted her and I told her how you guys were talking about VA loans and the distract, you know, how people are so discouraged yeah. about it. So I thought it was great to hear directly from her. Yeah, we were talking about um, just your experience lately with VA loans and we've seen on Facebook how you're really advocating for a lot of your clients who are going through this VA loan process. So um, we just thought that maybe you could shed a little bit of light what's going on in um, in the Or what VA. you're seeing out there. Yeah, just what you're seeing yeah. with VA loans. I've had um, a few clients that actually, including myself, um, who have been turned down. I've had one client be turned down seven times for wow. um, because they have a VA loan. Um, they actually went 30000 over the highest offer and still did not get it because everybody thinks that a VA loan is so much harder now to deal with. Yeah. So question on that. So my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong because I might, I might be naive in this, my understanding is with a VA loan, um, reg- you, the property has to appraise at the purchase price in which you're purchasing it, right? Um, no. Um, I actually I asked my lender that same question. It's okay. not. Um, it makes it a little bit harder because if you're, you need to find that money and a lot of VA loans are 0% down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in order to do the 0% down, yes, but, um, but the buyer could come up with the money if they're able to, yeah. correct? Yeah. Get, get okay. a gift somewhere or, yeah. or yep. figure out a way to make yep. it work. Here, you need yeah. 30000 I'll give it to you. <laughs> I wish. Jess, yes. let me ask you a question. Why do yeah. you think sellers are nervous about taking somebody that is a VA loan? What do you think their main fears are? Do you think it's their, them 
just not knowing enough or what they heard, what they write on Google, or is it from their listing agents? Um, I, I, I want to say a lot of the time it's from the listing agents. I've heard specifically from two listing agents that they said they do not like VA loans, which is hmm. discrimination, and I take that very hmm. personally because I am a Yeah, VA I saw loan. a post on that once that hmm. you did. Yeah. Yep. I was like, go Jess. Yeah, that's right. And they said they, they don't like it for the reason of the appraisals are much harder. Um, they're much more strict, which is not, not true. It's the same as an FHA loan, but somebody would choose an FHA over VA just because it's VA. Um, so it just, I take it personally, and I'm that person that's going to fight for the VA loans just because I was, I was discriminated against when buying my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was told I don't like VA loans, and I, I basically said too bad because I'm going to buy this house. Too but, bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now, like, your husband was, your husband was more, uh, was, I, I, I'm not lying. Sorry, Sharon, you're going in and out. You're going in and out, Sharon. Yeah. Oh, sorry. i just wondering, like, what you asked, like, did her husband serve in the war and things like that? Like, I know Church Flynn, who's one of our office managers, Nick, was, uh, you know, he did. I just feel like it's just Yeah, sort of sorry, Sharon. We can't really hear you. I think we might have to. We have a bad connection. Yeah, Maybe bad if the connection, connection gets a little bit better, you can give us a buzz back. I think I know what she was trying to say, though. Um, your husband is the um, the veteran, correct, Jess? Correct, yeah. Okay, he, he yeah. He deployed um, yeah. in 2013 to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, and, I mean, he was gone from his family, his wife's his whole family was displaced for 10 months for him to come home and use the VA loan and then to be discriminated against. Like I said, I just take it personally. And I think that if anybody deserves to use 0% down, or I think that listing agents should see a VA loan and want it. I've heard from loan officers that a VA loan is as good as cash because they're not just given out. Well, that's yeah, exactly, exactly it. The, the money is, is, is government funded. It's there. It's there. It, you know, it, it's... Yeah. I, right. And that's why I'm not allowed to read the love letters for our team because <laughs> I fall in love with buyers and especially the ones where they're like, you know, I served in Afghanistan or Iraq and I'm just like, oh. And no, you can make your love letter a contingency within your offer. I do that. Oh. Just as not, an FYI. Oh, that you must read it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that you should. See you then. May. Yeah, see, see you done to That May. is a great and idea. You may, and you put a, put a signature on there that the seller has to acknowledge it. Oh, oh I don't do I that. like that. I should do that. Though. You should oh, yeah. do well, that. Well, you're learning new things, man. Oh, I'm going to put that on there. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, anyways, Jess, well, thank you so much for calling in and um, shining a little bit of light on how VA loans are nothing to be, nothing Scared to be about. afraid of, but we wanted to give you a little shout out tonight just to... to Get you to call in and yeah, we like we like callers, so we really appreciate (laughs) you. (laughs) Well, I like callers too. So if anybody out there has a VA loan and they're scared of those listing agents, give them my name, my number is six one seven nine six six zero zero five seven, and call me. Okay, perfect. Can you actually give that phone number one more time so everybody can have a chance to write it down? Yep, it's six one seven nine six six. Zero zero five seven. All right. Perfect. Awesome, Jess. Thank you Thank so you, much. Jess. Thanks, Jess. You have a great Thanks, evening. Yeah. Have fun you with too. those boys. Oh, oh my she God, is the Maddie and KJ. Seriously, oh, she's the cutest little chunky muffins. Oh, I love them. They're so cute. <laughs>
Don't bring your babies into the office anymore. Melissa just did a really <laughs> weird thing. <laughs> well, Donna actually said that um, she was bringing Aurora in a couple. Oh. Well, she came today. But she's going to bring Aurora to hang out with me in a couple days. So that's fun. I got a um, special little place in my heart for Aurora. Yeah, she but <laughs> anyways, um, again, if you want to call in and talk um, about contingencies. contingencies, you can give us a call at 781-837-4900. Um, but we have Sharon back. I think she has better reception now. Sharon, can you hear us? Um, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can yep. hear you. Or we You're can better, hear you. Good. Better now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it might have been because it was, you know, uh, Beth was in there and she was getting fired up about the vet. Mm, so, you're you know, still breaking up a air. little bit. Yeah, uh, you're still breaking sorry. up a little I'll bit. I'll just listen. I'll just listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit in here. We were we were contemplating. So usually everybody we're doing Facebook Live when um, when we're in here. Yeah. But Sharon had actually Facetimed me right before we got on air, and she's like, "I just want to be a I just want to be, be a, a part, part of it." Of it. Yeah. It's like you're not going to be able to hear what anybody says. And we weren't we, we're not doing Facebook Live tonight because it is our first run at you know steering the ship tonight without that's the, a good way the to put matriarch. it. Captain, so, captaining the ship without the captain. Yeah. So. Captain. The ship without the captain. We're just testing the waters right the, now. But the mates are mates are we're arrived. In, we're stuff. in the dinghy right now. Okay, so. I don't. We're know in the dinghy. All right, moving. I don't know on. sailing terms either. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm Boating not allowed terms? on boats because I get really bad sunburns. Anyways, <laughs> um, moving on. So we're talking about home sale contingencies. Um, where did we leave off? Were we talking about? Um, um, well, so we briefly mentioned suitable housing contingencies, but even so, in my opinion, and. Um, those are those are big contingencies. Those are those are um, can be deal breaker contingencies. But maybe let's touch upon like the common ones real quick. Mm-hmm. So within ninety nine point nine percent of offers, I would say, unless you're operating in a certain um, area, you're going to see a, a home inspection contingency. Yeah. So, Which we always advise our clients yeah. to do, right, Mary? You're mainly working with our buyers, so yeah, um, consistently advocating that. Um, and I learned this from Sharon. It's not really necessarily about the home inspection itself, but more about um, learning about the house. Yeah. Especially if you're a first-time home buyer. Like, I have been to a gajillion home inspections, but I probably couldn't even find the, own, the water shut off in our own house <laughs> if I needed to. Well, don't to. tell Steve Cook that because he would be very disappointed with all the home inspections that he's done with I you. I know, but, like, I could only imagine. I mean, it's on an outside wall, right? At that point, it's got to be muscle memory. Like, you got to be able to find it. Because you've been through so many. A gajillion, I believe, is what A gajillion. Said. I don't even... If, if that's a real um, Still number. not good with math. Still not good. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Hey, we're silly. Um, um, but so yeah. talking about your, your home inspection contingencies, you can go on with um, like a pest inspection contingency. So yeah, we talked about... We were talking about VA loans. Is a pest inspection required with yeah. a VA loan? Okay, that's what I was. That's what I thought. Yeah. So you're required to submit paperwork just that it was um, inspected for a pest, and if there were any pests, that they're um, treated. I would be so nervous because I'd be like, you know what? You just set the house on fire because. <laughs> <laughs> well, pests can be anything they from can be termites anything, to yeah. carpenterians um, to critters. And re- um, regarding pest inspections, uh, sellers have to pay for that, correct? On the VA? Um, they don't have to pay for it. They just, it cannot be paid for technically by the buyer. Okay. So most um, inspection companies like Imperials, who we, um, with Steve Cook, mm-hmm. he actually... Who we had on uh, last week. Well, was, secret, uh, last week was a replay of the <laughs> week before. Um, <laughs> it's a very busy season in real estate. So it is, it is, which is good. We're, we're happy to be here tonight, but, um, um, but yeah. 
So okay. when Steve when Steve goes out and hit, um, Imperial does pest inspections, and I believe he is the only one who is certified to do um, pest inspections at at Imperial. Imperial mm-hmm. um, he essentially writes a letter that states to the to the bank that this was done as a courtesy, and um, no charge was given to the buyer. Oh wow. So, that's great. Uh, yeah. So that. some companies do that. I know guy. Imperial does it. I know there's a few other companies that yeah. do it as well. Um, so it just, it doesn't have to be paid for by the seller, just not paid for by the buyer. Mm-hmm. No no money coming out of their pocket necessarily. Um, and then it has to be treated. But then, so on the home inspection or yeah, home inspection contingencies, you can do lead paint, which we talked about, mm-hmm. radon, which we talked about. Um I think that's it for your general inspections. You could do like mold. Yeah, you could do a mold yeah. inspection. Air quality. Yep. And you typically have 10 days. Yep. Correct. To 10 days down on the south shore. 7 to 10, seven depending to ten on the market. Days. Yeah. In the city, when you get closer to the city, you're looking at 7 days. Yeah. Or, or this is a crazy one, guys, um, doing your home inspection before you ever even get your offer accepted, which I saw quite a few times when I was working up in the city. And mm-hmm. that's just crazy crazy to me but it gives you an advantage it in do- that market yeah it does because that's one so speaking of a competitive market and multiple offers that's one more contingency that you can essentially now waive from your offer and make you stand apart so what do you say mary when your buyers are like you know what i i want to make sure that my offer looks the best i don't want to do a home inspection um, my advice is always, I'm never going to ask somebody or tell somebody that I think it's a smart idea to waive your inspection. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important that you know what you're getting into. Right. And um, usually I say there's no $10,000 problem that's worth having that you don't want to know. Yeah, So exactly. Or even little... Especially in an older home. Yeah, I mean, if you're... Uh, oh, I think... What? Wow, we're just like cruising through this. What, what did he Looks like it's did, time for a break. Oh, so for a break. Wow, that went by fast. Okay, I don't remember Look. how we get into a break, but um, here are some commercials that you can listen to <laughs> while we talk. <laughs> Imperial Inspection Services, complete home inspection services, radon testing, featuring on-site results with electronic testing, lead paint inspection, Title V inspection, pest inspection, including FHA and VA. Call seven days a week, 1-800-440-1141, or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com. With 28 years' experience in two convenient locations, Braintree and Cape Cod. Accepting credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services. 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. People often wonder what they need to do in order to prepare their home to sell. Hi, I'm Mary Baker, full-time realtor and team member with Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Our team always advises our clients to remember the phrase, love at first sight. In the real estate world, that means curb appeal. Call our team for a one-on-one consultation and top tips on how to prepare your home to sell. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner and full-time realtor from Boston Connect Real Estate. And my real estate team always advises our clients to use their senses, all five of them, sight, smell, taste, hearing, and touch. Call my team for a one-on-one consultation and top tips on how to prepare your home to sell. It's so easy to connect. Call me directly at 781-294-4848 or visit my website, bostonconnect.com. Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say, 
do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing. New construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing. Fully insured. 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we're back, and I hope you loved my uh, introduction into the commercials. <laughs> we laughed about it the whole time. You really did. <laughs> I really don't remember what she says, but we got to work know. on our transition there. That's okay. This will we'll probably never out. happen ever this, again. This is this is sort of how it went. Oh. Here are some per- commercials. You can listen. <laughs> <laughs> what do you normally say? Uh, yeah. What do you normally say? Um, I don't know. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we'll be we'll right. All right. We're, here's a do-over. And we'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. All right. So we're talking about home sale contingencies <laughs> or or contingencies in general. I know we were talking about um, home inspection contingencies and all that. So, um, Mary, um, if you wanted to finish your thought before we went to commercial. I, I was talking. What was I talking about? You just, were talking oh, oh, about just regular contingency, yeah. regular home inspection contingencies, and um, so on. But those are your traditional, and then even um, a mortgage contingency. So that's anybody who needs to have any type of financing in order to um, purchase a property, right? So whatever, if you're getting a fifty thousand dollar loan and you can't afford to purchase the house without a fifty thousand dollar loan, or you're getting a five hundred thousand dollar loan, you need some type of financing protection in mm-hmm. there. Again drilling in that that contingency in there it is in there to protect the buyer's deposit period yeah correct um, and it's a sub- subcategory is the appraisal which yeah is part of the mortgage yeah so do you mm-hmm. want to talk about an appraisal contingency how about i'm gonna let sam take that one because you've had some interesting stories with appraisals and doing some funky stuff um okay so appraisal contingencies is essentially when you submit an offer for a certain price let's say three hundred thousand. Uh, for example, and it, the bank hires a, a third-party appraiser on the buyer's behalf to go out and assess the value of the property. If that value doesn't match up with the sale price um, on the offer sheet, then uh, it brings up a point of negotiation. Um, so if, if it's, it's below, if it's below, mm-hmm. if it's above, then that buyer already has equity in the house, and it's a it's a good scenario. That's for them. a win-win. That's it's a win-win. win-win. And you if it comes in right at the offer mm-hmm. price, then there's still no negotiation there. It's it's right where you want it. Mm-hmm. So something I know. Oh, sorry, Sharon. I was, I was going to cut in. So one of the things that we noticed on some of our listings, I don't know if you remember, Mary, uh, last year, the antique that we had over on Washington mm-hmm. Street, we had eight, eight offers on the property. And Melissa puts together a really nice spreadsheet for us and cover sheets so we, we can keep everything organized because, you know, not necessarily is the highest amount really your best offer. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the offers came in $50,000 over asking. And for a seller, that's very, very intriguing. Mm-hmm. However, there was that little caveat of that the home has to appraise at or above sale price. Yeah. And we 100% knew there was no way that it was going to appraise for $50,000 over asking. And it didn't. So some, no. Sometimes agents will do that. And what it does is get the seller very, very excited about, oh, look how much money I'm making. But we always have to say to them, listen, when this comes to, um, you know, the time for the appraisal, it's not going to appraise. And now we're just going to lose time because if you're not going to come down on your price or the seller can't come up with some extra money, then all we did was waste some marketing time. And we would never want our our clients to be disappointed. So we just put it all out on the table. This is what this means. Um, So sometimes price isn't 
isn't everything. Yeah. It's definitely all about the contingencies. On So building upon that, I know, so that our advice to our seller would essentially be, okay, maybe this isn't the best offer for you. But then in, in certain areas, like the closer to the city you get, I know, Sam, you've had a deal specifically like this. The, the listing agent is essentially going back to, the, they won't even accept an appraisal clause, period, end of story. Like it's, it's non-existent. If you're going 30, 40, $50,000 over asking up in the city, forget the appraisal. Um, but they're actually going back to buyers and saying, hey, we want, uh, we want something within the offer. We want a contingency, essentially, within the offer that states you are willing to pay the difference between the appraised value and the sale price. Is that, is that am I right kind yeah, of with that? Yeah, correct. Um, usually something along the lines of buyer to um, pay any difference in appraised value. Um, something like that written into the actual offer sheet is what I've seen. And uh, I just had a closing last month that uh, we did that and it did not appraise out and the, my buyers had to come up with a, a nice $25,000 difference. Wow. Which they were willing to do because they really loved the property and they were prepared to do so. And um, wow. Do you think it's probably more acceptable in certain, I don't want to say certain areas, but like when, when demand is so high, obviously people want to live closer to the city because they're commuting into the city for work. So when um, demand for property is so high there, I feel as if buyers almost go into it with that expectation and that, um, you know, I don't know, pre, pre-existing pre notion that they're going to have to come up with a little yeah. bit of extra money, right? Mm -hmm. I would think. To get what you want. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I think in, in this scenario, in this offer scenario, uh, we had roughly the same sale price, same contingencies um, in place. It was just removing that, um, the appraisal contingency, which got them the house in the end. Really? So it's it could be it can certainly be make or break for a lot of sellers then. Uh, right. At least in in you know in the markets around the city, I, I believe 100 percent. Yeah. Interest. Oh, oh I'm just gonna. Oh, so you I know. Can continue I, to talk, but we do have our uh, 10 minute, eight minute now uh, warning. Um, but Mary, you want to finish that thought, and then we can talk about some open houses that we're having this weekend. Um, Donna Bagney was supposed to call. I'm going to text her and see if she's still going to call. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, so something that I thought was really interesting recently is uh, I don't know if we have Sharon still on the line. Is she? Is she I is? am. Oh, okay. I'm here. Yep, so I'm she, Mark just called in actually. Oh, mm -hmm. hey, Mark. Oh, hello, Mark. Well, yeah, um, I have my earbuds right. in. You, um, <laughs> you can relay the message. <laughs> hello. Yeah. Um, so something we received an offer recently where the mortgage contingency was actually waived. So building on that financing aspect that we're talking about. And um, it was interesting to me coming from a listing perspective because I hadn't seen any, I hadn't come across it before. I'd heard about it on the buyer side being in the city that this is what some buyers do. And I'm like, oh my God, these people are crazy. Why would you mm -hmm. ever, yeah. like, why would you ever waive your mortgage contingency, especially if you don't have the cash to purchase this? It's in my head, it's such a huge risk for buyers because they have to, they're essentially representing that they are going to get this loan. Um, and that's how I was thinking about it in my head. But then in our talks with the loan officer, the loan officer essentially said that being in the city, that's the, they take the mentality that they know their job is secure. They know, you know, their finances are secure. So those buyers who are waiving their contingencies are essentially, are really taking the risk to lose or risk their deposit not necessarily can they be forced to purchase the house because, hey, if you don't have the money, you, you don't have the money. You can't like, yeah. make it up out of thin mm -hmm. air unless you got a money tree growing in the backyard, yeah. which you don't. Which I wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> but it's they there's a consolation for the seller to accept a contingency like that because 
they could essentially um, keep the buyer's deposit, which sometimes 5% of purchase price, 10% of purchase price, whatever it may yeah. be. Um, not, not good. And that made a lot, of, lot more sense to me why people, why people do it, mm-hmm. I guess. What are your yeah. thoughts, Sharon? Um, sorry, you're going to have to catch me up to speed. <laughs> <laughs> are you unloading? Oh, wait. Well, no, I'm, I'm in the middle of texting a client back. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That, you guys have it. No, Go that's ahead. all right. Just give me a quick question. Give me a quick question. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite contingency? What's an un, unassuming contingency that you would see within an offer? Real quick. Unassuming from a buyer perspective or seller perspective? Seller perspective. Good question. Yeah. So from a seller perspective, an unassuming one, like something that they wouldn't think about. Yeah, they wouldn't think is con- maybe they wouldn't think is like a big deal. Um, let me see. Yeah, you're catching me off guard there. I'll think of something though. You guys keep on talking, <laughs> then I'll let you know. Okay. Okay. I was just gonna add my two cents to yeah, oh. waiving the mortgage contingency. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had conversations with several lenders and how they do that, and essentially what they're doing is they're putting you through the underwriting process ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And they're making sure mm-hmm. that all of your ducks are in a row and you're you're fully secure in order to do it. So it's not like lenders are just out there saying, here's a pre-approval, waive your mortgage contingency, and good luck. Yeah. Um, they are putting in the extra effort to assure uh, financially, you know, I that guess. That the buyers are financially secure. Correct, yeah. Yeah, well, that that's kind of um, the conversation that I had with that loan officer recently. It's just, it. I, I literally had to say to him, I go, talk to me like I'm done, dumb because I really don't understand <laughs> how this makes any sense and why a buyer would be willing to do this. And after he had explained it to me, it's like, Oh. I mean, it makes sense, but there is still uh, there's risk definitely associated there's a risk. With it. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely risk on both on both parties, but at least, you know, that buyer got the house that they wanted because their offer was that much cleaner. And then the sellers should um, they not be able to get a mortgage? Um, the sellers have the ability to have some type of consolation, you know, for the waste of you know, time being off the market. You guys, you know how I always say desperate people do desperate things in desperate times, mm-hmm. right? So. I mean, I feel like our office is definitely known for having agents that are, you know, ultimate professionals. And we're lucky on the South Shore, actually. I mean, we have lots and lots of them. But I know right now we've had a problem. I know that Matt Mahoney called me one day about a situation he had. And it was three days later that the same thing happened to us with one of our listings. And, you know, there's, you know, the opportunity for multiple offers. You accept the offer. And in there, there is no home sale contingency. So now we're the seller's agent. Oh, we yeah. accept mm. this offer. Yep. There's nothing in there about a home sale contingency. So it was um, the agents that I'm dealing with actually sent me, um, sent a text in the middle of the night, uh, but sent it to the wrong person. So mm-hmm, he thought mm-hmm. he was uh, texting his <laughs> client and he was actually yeah. texting me and said, hey, do you think that she's going to ask for a copy of the purchase and sales agreement? Then he made up this other lie on top of that lie She's saying, saying, oh, that was meant for somebody else. And um, lo and behold, they did. They had a house to sell. But he put his client at risk because they did have, yeah. just happened to have $700,000 in a bank account. So if they didn't get that oh, mortgage, that's silly. they would have been forced to buy that house. Yeah. So it ended up being a little bit of a to-do. Um but after it was all said and done, um, I guess it's okay. Then he lied about something else. But I just say, you know, for, as buyer's agent and seller's agent, we just have to keep our eyes open for every little thing because... Yeah, be vigilant. Buyers, yeah, well, buyers really, really, really want to get some homes. And there aren't, there is not enough inventory. So they're buying emotionally and making decisions. Um, their agents are making some decisions for them that are really not... Um, 
rash decisions, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. That is. That is a good point. But we are running out of time. We only have a couple minutes left. I know we want to talk about some open houses. We could literally talk about contingencies forever. Don't you think? Oh, there yeah. are so many different contingencies that you can put in to offers. Um, well, there's are, different facets and different levels. And, yeah. and, and, and um, We can talk about this forever. So we could possibly be talking about it next week. Um, we don't continuing know. On continuing if we, on. Continuing on. Um, so tune in to listen to that to see if we are talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but if you know somebody who uh, was not able to listen tonight, um, you can have them go on. Or if you want to listen to us all over again because you had such a great time tonight with us um you can uh if you have the podcast app you can go to um talk real estate radio with sharon mcnamara is that correct is that what we're saying now yep. talk real estate yep. That's talk it. real estate radio with sharon mcnamara on your podcast app or you can go to talkrealestateradio.com um every wednesday morning i will upload um all of our podcasts you can listen to that you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Boston Connect Real Estate and Sharon McNamara and Team Liaisons. Um, but we were joined tonight by the wonderful Sam Horton. So I want to make sure. Babe. <laughs> oh, yeah. And by the way, Sam and Mary are dating. So In case you didn't <laughs> know, everybody. Out there. I, I just lost half. I five. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Sam, why don't you tell everybody how they can get in touch with you uh, since you were such a great co-host with us tonight. Absolutely. You can uh, visit my website, Sam Horton realty.com or email me at sam period h-o-r-t-o-n at bostonconnect.com or reach me directly at my cell 781-789-8366 all right can you tell your phone number one more time just so people can write it down 781-789-8366 i'm gonna remember that now 781 sam is actually doing some he's been helping us with all of our open houses because yeah. we have so much inventory yeah we're really what? thankful to all our WATD listeners for calling us yeah um, we are not to be part of yeah, yeah, and letting us be part of, you know, your next chapter and helping you sell your homes and buy your next one. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes, yes. But um, yeah, just if you want to check out any of our open houses this weekend, we always yeah. post them on um, our Facebook, bostonconnect.com, our page there, and then um, actually the website itself, Boston yeah. Connect. So we have tons going on this weekend. Please feel free to yes. check us out. Any one of us would love to have um, you guys visit. So yeah, hope come, to see you there. Come and visit us. Uh, visit our website, bostonconnect.com, like Mary said, or you can give us a call. Sharon, um, thanks for office. trusting us yes. to host. Yes, you'll have to tell us how we did. Job. <laughs> I'm getting Tuesday nights off now. That's oh, look awesome. at them. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, know. Know. don't, don't, don't schedule that, that yet. Anyways, <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. You guys have a great week. We'll Bye. see you next Tuesday.